in the Pat Moody Studios. The Pat Moody Studios. Pat Moody. What's up, Pat? <laughs> Look who's uh, here. Yeah. So am I eligible to, you know, to win the all the <laughs> no. shit match and all? No. You know, I, I, don't, I don't think so. Yeah. Fine. I know Zach was talking about quitting his job so he could Just qualify. Just so he could win it. Yeah. 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 I don't think that's a good idea. That would look so a little fishy. So I wouldn't be fishy. able to put the gazebo up anyway. They won't even let me put a pergola on my... Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. For people just turning on their radio, they have not turned on a time machine. They, they have not gone back in time, but there is a Pat Moody in the Pat Moody Studios. Good morning, Pat. Good morning. How are you? Thanks for joining us. I don't know if you knew this. He's actually taking over. We're gonna we're actually getting out. This is it. Yeah. yeah. This, is, this is that well, uh, swan transition. Song time. The boss said, "Well, that experiment didn't work. Get Moody back in here." Peaceful transition supposed to be happening right now. Very. This nice. is not a peaceful transition. This yeah. is a coup. That's true. That's true. Take over the radio stations first. That's the first rule. So how you been, man? Yeah. Good. Yeah. A lot better. Right. <laughs> yeah. Let's talk a little bit about that because, uh, you know, uh, you had uh, what we thought. I I even said it as soon as I heard the news is, so you're telling me Pat Moody's not invincible? <laughs> but maybe you are now because uh, you got uh, you got some extra titanium. heavy metal in there, eh? Yeah. I, don't re I haven't received the whole bill yet, so I don't know. <laughs> I'm probably not quite a $6 million man, but <laughs> with today's health care, you never know. <laughs> but take us back. Give some context. What happened? You So you obviously an institution here at the station steps aside to do some other things here at the station and elsewhere, and so... Then all of a sudden, some health issues. What happened? Well, basically, it started in January. Um, we had gone with uh, one of Carol's friends, Lori Rimple, who uh, still works at Whirlpool Corporation. Uh, Lori's trying to do a 5K, a 10K, a half marathon or a marathon in mm -hmm. every state in the union. She's got 27 now, I think. We went with her. to. We've gone with her a couple of times just for fun, just so we travel. There's no way I'm doing a 5K. <laughs> Although maybe now, you know, I might you be able to have it. the wind to be. do it. Yeah. Um, and uh, we had gone down to uh, Baton Rouge, Louisiana. And I'd had a, uh, an open wound on the bottom of my left foot for a, a while. And it's right at the crux point where, wow. you know, and, mm. and it just, it wasn't healing. Carol was tending to it pretty much every day. And mm. then I ended up going to the wound clinic in St. Joe and they were tending to it. And it was coming along pretty good. But then I guess it broke open again while down there. Mm. And um, somehow or other, I guess I ended up with MRSA. Oh, dear. <laughs> I'm yeah. serious. And so I, I didn't even know what MRSA was until they <laughs> told me about it. Sure. And I'm like, okay, what does that mean? Mm -hmm. um, but I, I didn't necessarily feel any ill effects from it. I didn't I didn't even know and, and wouldn't have known if I hadn't had a heart attack about a week later. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. Came back and uh, it was uh, the following Monday after we had returned at midweek and uh, I was, uh, I'd gone to bed to read and I was trying to read and I had chills really bad. It just couldn't hmm. shake them. And so I finally figured, well... <laughs> This isn't going to work. Mm. So I uh, put the book down, uh, turned out the light, and curled into a ball, hoping that I could shake the the, sure. the shakes. And it still didn't. As a matter of fact, it got worse. Then I started uh, coughing. Uh, and it was a real harsh, raspy, hard cough, followed by only about a two-beat pause. So it's like, cough, cough. Oh, oh wow. Cough. And I mean, harder and harder. And, and it's taking my breath away. And now it's starting to hurt, you know, in my mm -hmm. chest. I'm like, man, this. Is... So uh, Carol had been out and still in the living room watching TV. She'd fallen asleep watching TV. I had to shake her awake and go, uh, this isn't good. I don't know what's going on, but I think you better call an ambulance. Oh, and, my so, 
the ambulance came, and I made a visit. My first ambulance ride ever. Okay. okay. <laughs> and I went to um, uh, Corwell to the uh, emergency room. Did they uh, give you a sticker for the, the for your first ride? They gave you a bell. No, they didn't. No, no I was no. really disappointed. I even told them, I said, "Can that. you turn the the, uh, the siren on?" You know, yeah. Just, yeah. Give me something. Make it worth it because I'm only like three blocks away. Make it worth my while. Yeah, yeah. So um, I'm assuming they didn't anyway. I didn't hear it. I was, yeah. you know, certainly not totally with it. I was in pretty severe pain. Um, so then, you know, Dr. Kuhnlein came in in the middle of the night and did a, a heart cath where they come in and scan and. And I think he was of the opinion, and he goes, we'll probably, you know, uh, find a little bit of blockage here, sure. drop a couple of stents in, send this guy on his way, you know, eventually. Uh, no such luck. He said, no, the, the scan showed at least two lines that were more than 90% blocked. Wow. Oh my and he says, uh, you're a candidate ripe for uh, multiple bypass, heart bypass surgery. Huh. Go, okay. Yeah. So, uh, but then, you know, thankfully he was able to do that. Uh, before they found out that um, I had MRSA because they probably wouldn't have been done that procedure and we would have been even delayed more and everything else. And it sure. shows what might have or could have so happened. So timeline-wise, you, you had an open wound on your foot. Right. That was a long time before this started right. happening. Right. Mm -hmm. This happened. You still didn't know you had the MRSA infection No, at no, that time. At, Not when I went to the emergency room. Wow. And not until after uh, they brought the first blood culture back. Yeah. Okay. So I'm back in my room, sure. you know, in a room now, out of the emergency room, and then they tell me that. And, of course, now, you know... <laughs> everybody that was coming into my room had to gown up. You know, uh -huh. they had alert signs, do yeah. not enter, you know. Right. And um, put gloves on and everything because it's so transmissible, I guess. Well, it's mm -hmm. so transmissible and very difficult to treat. I mean, yeah. it's a severe infection. Yeah. Right. It in itself can be yeah. quite Well, they problem. bombarded it with, uh, with uh, antibiotics, uh, intravenous antibiotics, for the balance of the time I was at the hospital at that point. Then when they did, I, so I had the one positive uh, test, and then the next three were all negative, and they finally, um, five days later, six days later, sent me home. And But they said, you have to... Um, you have to keep going. I had to go to the infusion center mm. every day for almost two weeks okay. while I continue to bombard it with uh, antibiotics. And then they said, then we'll consider scheduling the uh, open heart surgery. Wow. So um, remember, this was January 23rd. They originally scheduled the uh, um, surgery then for September, uh, September for uh, March, maybe. Uh, no, uh, February. February. Fifteenth, yeah, okay, the day right, after right. Valentine's Day. So I go into the hospital on Valentine's Day. Hey, perfect day to get a new heart, right? <laughs> right, yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. So timing. the next day, seven thirty in the morning. Well, first of all, in the middle of the night, they come in and they wake you up and they make you take a shower. Then they Man. come back a couple of hours later and they wake you up again and they wipe you from head to toe with these warm uh, antiseptic wipes and everything. And that doesn't happen to gown. you every day. No, no. <laughs> oh, I thought I must be different. Then they came in a little bit later. You know. Know, and this is still in the middle of the night, and uh, they uh, took my vitals, and uh, the young lady uh, taking the vitals said, uh, I wanted to get in here before the vampires do, meaning the people <laughs> come and take a blood, so, uh -huh. you know. Well, the vampires never showed that night. Uh-oh. And I, you know, I don't know. I 
Yeah. Sure. Federal protocol or whatever. So I'm in, you know, now 7.30 in the morning, I'm down in, in uh, uh, surgery pre-op, you know, and they're doing everything. They shaved every hair in my body except for my head and my beard. And, <laughs> wow. And they're just going to town. And you know, Carol's kind of laughing. She goes, boy, that was awkward. <laughs> <Watching all> that. <laughs> she said, I wanted to whip out my camera and take a thing. Right. <laughs> she should have. Yeah, she should have. You're right. No, she shouldn't. So, um. Everything's going, uh, you know, along merrily, and then they go, well, you know, where's the blood test results, you know, from this morning? And right. I said, well, he never came in. Said, what? You know, so they did an emergency blood draw, you know, they took one mm-hmm. and then rushed it down to the lab, you know, so they, so we had to delay for like 30 minutes or whatever while they got the results from that. And then the anesthesiologist pulled the plug and said, no, uh, the potassium level's too high. Mm. Uh, could be lethal, especially for me, because I was born with only one kidney. Huh. And potassium levels, you know, affect the kidney. Which I didn't know that. I didn't know you I only didn't had know one it either. Yeah. I, Did you know this long, long time ago? They, they, I, I was at the urologist one time after, and they had some gut pain from sure. uh, 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 a um, uh, statin, uh-huh. and uh, and so I had had CAT scans and MRIs and everything back at that point. That's a long time ago. And uh, the urologist says, you don't, you never told me you only have one kidney. And I said, excuse me? And he goes, <laughs> you didn't know? And I go, wow. how would I know? Right. You know? He says, you didn't have one removed? And I said, not that I'm aware of unless <laughs> aliens came in the middle of the night and took one. You yeah. know? And I was just born that way, you know. Huh. Um, so anyway, they said, no, go home. Uh, get the potassium level down. So they postponed. I went back home. I'm... I checked the back of every food product that went into my mouth. Yeah, so, you wow. know, looked online for those that don't have labels and stuff like that. And uh, I guess the standard is 4,000 grams of uh, potassium a day for the average adult. They wanted me on no more than 2,000. I said, I'm doing no more than 1,000. Yeah. And uh, after three weeks, uh, you know, they finally took another blood test and I had dropped it very nicely. So they said, all right, now we can schedule the surgery. Wow. So then they scheduled the surgery. So it was a month later, you know, that they finally scheduled in for the surgery. And I went in on um, the day before St. Patrick's Day, uh, or went in two days before. Mm-hmm. And then they, they were doing the surgery on the day before St. Patrick's Day. So Wow. That is amazing. So then, you know, I was in the, it was a, a seven-hour process. Five bypasses. Five. <laughs> Quintuple bypasses. Can you have that many? Wow. How do you have I guess that you many? could actually have more because at one point, you know, Dr. Dixon, just a uh, superb guy, saved my life, you know, you got yeah. all that. But uh, such a strong guy and... Uh, but he's very straightforward, you know. Yeah. And Carol asked him in the early going, she goes, well, you say multiple bypass, how many? He goes, I don't know. It's probably going to be at least four or five, maybe more. Yeah, oh because I, I won't know for sure until we get in and yeah, see exactly see the actual damage and, and so forth. <laughs> and, and he was just like, you know, and he says, don't worry about how many. Once, once we go in, we will resolve whatever's there and then we'll know, you know. So, yeah, that's nice. And so that's what and it was. Yeah, so it was quintuple bypass. <laughs> Seven hours on the operating table, came out in uh, like 3.45, 4 o'clock in the afternoon. By 6 o'clock the next morning, they said, all right, get up, get the chair. <laughs> wow. Sat in the chair for about three hours. And then they said, let's go for a walk. And so I had to walk. Uh, they want you to, he, 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 the nurse was just a really super guy, um, Kevin Effa. Mm-hmm. And uh, he says, uh he says, now, don't, he says, don't be ashamed, don't be alarmed. He says, you're in total control. You go as far as you want. He goes, I'll be honest with you. Some 
people don't even make it to the door of their room and go, I got to go back. I got to, yeah. this is way too painful, you know. I said, all right, fine. So we went out and I'm just walking and talking, chatting <laughs> with them, you know, talking about <laughs> golf and Harbor Shores right. and everything, you know. And, and we did a full lap and we're back at the door and he goes, what do you think? You want to keep going or you, you want to go back in the room? I said, huh, we're up now. Let's keep going. I said, right. you know, we can always do half a lap or whatever. And and uh, I did two full laps and he's just shaking his head. Now, I don't know if he's blowing smoke or what, but he's going, he goes, this is incredible. He says, I've been an ICU nurse for, I don't know how long. And he goes, he goes, I don't recall. He says, you probably set the record for her first walk, you know, two full laps, you know, and I, Okay. I well, don't, and yeah, and you're you've great. been for years a very active person. I mean, yeah. I think the only time you're actually sitting down is when you were doing this morning show. Everything else, you were up and at them going, yeah. going just about everywhere. So, I mean, yeah. that so I did, was helpful. So I did two laps then. I went back to the chair for a couple of hours, and then he got me up again, and I did three laps that same day, and then in the chair for a couple more hours. Then I did one lap before bed, and then back into bed, and. And it was just, you know, it's been a remarkable recovery ever since. I mean, it's just been very, very smooth, fortunately. Knock wood, you know, yeah. everything's been going great. A lot of people, a lot of listeners, uh, a lot of supporters of the station and, and Moody on the market, very concerned. And for good reason. I mean, that's that you went through some, a serious health crisis there. <laughs> no question. How do you, but I hats off to the people at Corwell. Man, I'm telling you, to a person, everybody there was nothing short of spectacular. They treated me exceptionally well. I mean, the morning after, uh, you know, the surgeon, while I was still in bed, I think it was before uh, I went for my first earring in the chair, or maybe mm -hmm. I was in the chair. No, I think I was still in bed. Um, Lauren uh, 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 Hamill. Mm -hmm. comes in and, you know, how's it going? Uh, wow. The president of the institution, right. you know, the top dog yeah. is in there, you know, saying what's going on, how's it going, how you feeling and everything. And and uh, brought a little uh, a gift, a, a, a warm throw, you know, type thing sure. from, the, from sure. the foundation. Oh, well, thanks. That's very nice. <laughs> That's but yeah, everybody was just, you know, and Kevin was really something else. Uh, the ICU nurse, he was... Spectacular. Yeah, 100%. Well, I guess so. I mean, I'm, I'm getting there. I just started, you know, because uh, uh, Dr. Kuhnline was gone. So so two weeks after the surgery was my return to see Dixon for the first time, the yeah. surgeon. And uh, they, you know, hooked me up and, you know, took all the tests and everything and said, uh, you're good. You know, I'll see, you know, but I'm, I hereby release you <laughs> to um, um, Dr. Kuhnline, you know, for regular cardiac care. Well, Dr. Kuhnline was out of the country for like the next couple of weeks. And so I wasn't able to get in to see him until the, almost like three or four weeks later. And I went in to see him, but I was doing fine all along the way. Went in to see him. They hooked me up again and did uh, the EKGs and all that. And um, he said, you're looking great. He said, see you in a year. <laughs> wow. He goes, but I, I'm going to turn you over now to cardiac rehab. Okay. And so um, by the time I got into cardiac rehab was just last week. Okay. okay. Um, let's let's yeah. talk about that. Sure. In a moment. I know yeah. we have some obligations. Yeah. We have to like continue the show and stuff. You know, <laughs> pay, yeah, right. we'll yeah. we'll you have you stick have around. To pay the bills. I do <laughs> I do wanna yeah. Pay the bills. Yeah. Yeah, we do wanna hear more about that because uh that is that sounds like a journey in itself. So we'll talk it's at more. It's a 90 day journey. Exactly. <laughs> We're just talking about the turkeys that stopped by the other day here at the radio station. And uh, sure enough, another one stopped by this morning. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> you, beat you, you, know, the punch. you beat me to the punch. This is exactly how, what I was doing there. <laughs>
Great minds think alike for sure. But that's, uh, yeah, that's the Pat, the Pat Moody himself <laughs> yeah. uh, that is hanging out here uh, this morning telling us uh, a little bit about uh, what he's been up to lately and uh, quite a quite an ordeal that yeah. you went through there. <laughs> um, and so where are you at now? You said uh, last we were talking about, you know, your, your health and um, yep. the, uh, the surgery as well as the uh, so, yeah. now cardiac rehab but you're also you you've got some uh heavy metal on you right some uh what is it titanium or oh, something yeah. like I that don't know what, i don't know what kind of they, they rewire the sternum back together after <laughs> they crack it wide open <laughs> and get into you know <laughs> to do the quintuple bypass and, yeah. and they said yeah we'll just wire it back together you have to be very careful they said you know during the the early stages they didn't want me to shower with anything directly onto the chest. Uh, they didn't want me to, uh, they said, lift nothing more than a, a gallon bottle of sure. milk, you know, uh, to keep it from separating and everything. But I guess they wire it back together with some type of titanium or something. I don't know what they wow. use. Probably carbon fiber, yeah, fiberglass yeah. or something. Well, the, whatever Bongo. it is, they said, don't worry, you, it's not going to trigger airport security stuff and things like that, which is good because that would be a pain every time. Walking around, sure. go, yeah, you go ahead, do an x-ray, you'll see, you know, how yeah, it's all. Let me take and, my shirt off for you yeah. and I'll show you the yeah, zipper. Yeah, I can show you the zipper down the middle. Of Are my you going to get a tattoo with a zipper on, uh, the, on the bottom no. there? No? I have no tattoos, have no plans to get any. All right. All right. So th th <laughs> this this journey for you started really well before January because you, you developed a heart issue of yeah. some sort that well, finally became pronounced in January. Right. Yeah. So uh, you know, I didn't know I had a heart issue any, know, sure. until then. <laughs> and so now that now that you've gone through this, I mean, it must have been a bit scary. Oh yeah, I'm terrified. You know, I was. It was just like, wow, seriously, you know, and. Um, but you know, what's the alternative? <laughs> any life, I'm not around anymore. Any life man. changes because of this? Oh yeah, yeah. You, you <laughs> can't eat anywhere near whatever. So <laughs> near what you want to, uh, right? Yeah. Exactly. It's just you know. But I wasn't eating horrendously, but no. I wasn't eating perfectly either by any stretch. So, no. um, yeah, yeah. So there's there's a lot of changes in that regard, especially because you know I got to continue to keep the potassium level down and everything for my kidney and sure. stuff like that. So. But yeah, we just started uh, cardiac rehab uh, last week. They had an introductory meeting with them. And they made me, maybe they took a baseline uh, blood pressure test and maybe walked six minutes <laughs> and measured, you know, before and after and all that. And then they started me on the regimen this week. So every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for the next 90 days, I go over to uh, the uh, heart center here at Corwell on on uh, yeah. Napier and um, hook up I hook up my own you know put the patches on I hate those things because when you tear them off it's like Ah, but, oh, but, but they, they shaved you down, in. though, I have right? to put three patches on and then uh, attach the leads in this little battery-operated pack and attach that to, uh, you know, pack it on my back yeah. and then go and either walk in the treadmill or do uh, exercise bike or elliptical or whatever they want me to do. And do they, they make, monitor everything, yeah. you know, the whole time. Do they make you watch scary movies? No. Get your heart going <laughs> no. at all? No. no? That's not <laughs> one Do of they them? make you watch a, a political election a campaign? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> the <laughs> stock market. scary. Yeah. They really want your market. heart to soar, yeah. <laughs> but you're feeling better now. Yeah, you're I'm, you're I'm probably 110. percent You feel yeah. like you can probably run up ten flights of stairs now. Well, I don't know about that. I mean, you cleared the blockage. <laughs> if you yeah. had a quintuple bypass, I'm yeah. thinking you had five blocks. Yeah. Right. Things five five you know major yeah. channels of heart flow or blood flow 
were blocked. Now they're clear. Yeah. Well, you know, we were supposed to go uh, uh, for a month in uh, Switzerland mm-hmm. uh, from mid-May, mid-April to mid-May. That obviously got derailed. Right. And uh, so I was asking him originally, when the, on the original timeline, you know, will I still be able to do that? And he goes, well... You know, yeah, based on the original timeline when I was going to do the surgery in uh, mid-February, said, yeah, you can probably still do that. And I'm like, really? I can? (laughs) (laughs) Okay. And uh, he said, well, he he did question. He goes, what what are you planning to do? And I said, well, don't worry. I said, I'm not going to climb the Alps and I have no (laughs) intention of going alpine skiing or anything like that. You know, he goes, all right. He goes, actually... Believe it or not, might be the best time because you'll have the, your your strongest lung capacity yeah, ever sure. even during that yeah. time, the smoothest blood flow and everything else. So, so we're we're going to do that uh, late summer, early fall. So, so wow. for everyone who who wished w- Pat well, it worked. Yeah. You're doing <laughs> yes, great. Thank you very much for all the thoughts and prayers. <laughs> yeah, no, it's great. It was it, really good. It's great to see you, you look great. Uh, can we uh, talk about a different topic for no. just a moment? Yes, <laughs> please. <laughs> no, your time is up, sir. <laughs> We talked, uh, we got this great announcement yesterday from Krasl Art Center delivering a, what they called a very special announcement. Richard Hunt, a world-renowned artist uh, who has a center in Benton Harbor in the Arts District, is gifting that studio, the satellite studio, to Krasl. You have a big history here, understanding what Krasl is to the community, what, what Richard Hunt's uh, studio there in Benton Harbor mm-hmm. is. Give us a little context. What does this mean? Um, well, it means that, you know, Richard's, you know, uh, advancing into age and yes. slowing down and uh, probably taking care of a lot of business that, uh, you know, but uh, he's just such a world-class guy and just a, a huge, huge heart and caring guy. Um when he first came to the arts community, the the community here worked to attract him to use as a catalyst to get a. They, they figured, hey, we want to launch this arts district in mm-hmm. uh, in downtown Benton Harbor. What better way to do that than to find a renowned artist and have him or her be an example for why others should follow in his or her footsteps. And um, there were some connections, people in the community who knew Richard and said, you know, his main studio is in Chicago. So uh, if we can get him to come and set up a satellite studio here, that would be great. Mm -hmm. He can be an attraction for others. Um, they also uh, wanted to add a, an educational component where he could bring in students from the community and say, uh, let me show you how I do what I do, uh, how working with metal can be a very rewarding job, not only as an artist, but also as an artisan uh, mm-hmm. working in the world of commerce, whether you're a welder or a finisher or whatever, and uh, to showcase that. And so... Uh, he became a huge attraction to a lot of people who had interest then yeah. in in the arts community. So that's amazing. And and he shared his desire to see the site remain art space mm-hmm. and grow into an active community resource. Mm-hmm. So it's it, it, touring the the facility itself. Yesterday, I had an impromptu tour, and there there's so much art. That's mm-hmm. there. It's mm-hmm. both Richard's, it's Richard's friends, it's his personal collection of what he's amassed over the mm-hmm. years. What do you think the potential could be? What You saw this as an anchor a long time ago. Right. Yeah, what would you like to see? Well, I, I, I agree with uh, Richard in the fact that I hope it remains uh, decidedly arts-focused because mm-hmm. it is an anchor to the arts district. Um, 
but I think it has the, the capability of being an outstanding resource as an educational resource as well to fulfill that dream of showcasing to uh, children in the community, young adults in the community, um, how um, arts and commerce can be totally interrelated, mm-hmm. that the, the skill base um, is just, you know, uh, how much do you want to do with something that needs to be done uh, for a commercial product? Or how much do you want to just dream and soar the way his, you know, uh, um, imagery has always been? I've always, yeah. I've always been a huge fan of his work because it's yeah. just so uh, inspiring the way that it just, everything just reaches to the sky. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I, I, I love that aspect. I mean, I, I, I can instantly, I, I was walking in Washington, D.C. once years yeah. ago and I saw this group of statues, you know, or art, and I said, my God, that looks like Richard Hunt's work. And I went <laughs> over and I read the little plaque, and sure enough, it wow. was Richard Hunt's. It's the one at um, uh, very close to the, the Metro Center okay. in downtown. Okay. One of the sculpture gardens? It's it, Well, it's, it's uh, he's got work in the Hirshhorn Gardens okay. in, in okay. D.C., but this is just, it's a, it's... It's literally just a small public square That's on a great. corner, a couple of blocks from the White House, you yeah. know. And um, it's it's like, I think it's like four or five columns in a, you know, like a circle. Wow. And, uh, but it was, I, I was so proud of myself for going, <laughs> I know who that artist is, you know. And now, I mean, it's, I can go and I can see work and, and I, I, I bet nine times out of ten I could yeah. figure yeah, that he's done it. because That's having. Awesome. Yeah. So distinctive. Having mm-hmm. that resource right in Benton Harbor. Yeah. Right. You know, and, and seeing that it's going to continue now uh, under under the management of Krasil. Yeah. That's exciting. Yeah. Great opportunity for the Krasil. And hopefully they'll be able to, you know, find a way to convert it into a true um, educational and learning center as well as a showcase for the arts, you know, and maybe a showcase for uh, young up-and-coming uh, yeah. artists, you know, to showcase what, what they have and their skills and their talents. But... Yeah, it's such a it's such a huge uh, uh, physical space, um, especially on the the ground floor there with lots of visibility from the from right both there on corners, the corner, yeah, know, on the corner, <clears throat> yeah. you know, and uh, yeah, it's just it's so cool, and I love how um, he has many of his what they call maquettes. It's the miniature yeah, those are cool. of what are major sculptures, mm-hmm. sculptures uh, elsewhere in the country yeah. and, and things sure. like that, which are so cool. Yeah. I, I would kill just to have one of those. You know? <laughs> yeah, it's always but even cool. the Marquettes are major, major price for yeah. for these things. It's you know? cool to see that that's that behind the scenes peak of how their brain works yeah. and how they come across their their process. And well, see then I was that. always just amazed over the fact that we were successful as a community in attracting Richard Hunt to open up a satellite studio here from the man who the Smithsonian Institution declared to be the preeminent metal sculptor on the globe. Mm, yeah. I mean, that. so he's number one in the world when it comes to metal sculptures, according to the Smithsonian. And I think yeah. they know a few things. Yeah. <laughs> I'd say so. That's wow. awesome. That's Massive. fantastic. Yeah. What else should we be asking you? Pat Moody graciously joining us during the 7 o'clock hour here on the morning show. It's a studio takeover. The well, Pat Moody studio, studio takeover. takeover. You should be asking me what I'd like to have for breakfast when you order in. You should be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. should, should, we, should we next time you stop by bring breakfast for you? Because no. I know you brought your own no, coffee. No, because, yeah. 
Because now then you'll probably bring me something that I'm not supposed to eat on my That's true. Know, That's heart true. healthy diet. You know, you call the, <laughs> your nutritionist or call Carol. But I tell you, you know, it is a learning process because, uh, uh, you know, when I had the high potassium issue and trying to, uh, you know, reduce and or cut out potassium, it's amazing how much potassium is in so many different things mm-hmm. that you never would have expected, you know, and, and stuff that ordinarily I would look at and go, well, that's really healthy. I could eat that. You go, yeah, but in severe moderation because it's high in potassium. You know, yeah. of course, everybody says, well, don't eat any bananas because you know, <laughs> everybody knows bananas are the number one source. for potassium. Well, 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 as a matter of fact, potatoes or bananas. Mm-hmm. Which one has more potassium? I think it's bananas. It's isn't potatoes. It? Is it? Oh. Yeah. Oh, good. Ken likes Ken likes to quiz Fine. people. Ken likes to Take quiz away people. All so. my fun. <laughs> Sorry about that. He feels smart, but I know he's looking right at his computer screen no, no, and no, looking no. at he's Google. Looking at Moody on the I googled it. Yeah. I'm looking at Moody on the market on my web yeah, screen, and I'm looking at Pat Moody, who is Moody on the market. You know, they have "Are you smarter than a fifth grader?" We should just have "Are you smarter than Ken?" and see if <laughs> see if that works. Pat, always great to see you. Thank you Likewise. so much for being here. Hey, uh, join in. You're welcome anytime because, well, your name's on the door. So 